Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason and Matt. All right. And to the 4th and Short Podcast. It is the self-proclaimed Steeler fan, Jason Bell, along with the cheesehead of the South on this most special of episodes. I'm good, except I'm a little bit distracted because I'm uh, watching the game here. Yes. We- <laughs> so, also, every time a bell rings, a Swifty gets her... Friendship self- bracelet? Self- friendship friendship should we, should bracelet, Should we ask my wife? Yes. Should we, should we, uh- yeah, can I get a friendship bracelet every time they show uh, Taylor Swift on the screen? I'm, a, I'm afraid up. you're going to have up to your uh, elbow. No? Started. Well, how many times did we... We uh, didn't even start the whole bell thing until like five minutes ago. We've already I mean, seen we've her already seen her, what, three or four times? I think yep. the over-under on the line was like five for the game. Oh, no, we're over five oh, already. Just in the second every, half. Every time Kelsey does anything, they show Taylor. Yeah. Every time the Chiefs do anything, they show Taylor. So if you hear a bell ring, that means they just showed Taylor. That's right. We did not. I just wanted everybody to know. Yes, we are watching the game. We've got five minutes left in this game. Knotted up at 16. And so far, Matt, I know we both picked the Chiefs to win this game. I know. I still think they're going to do it, though. You hoped the based Chiefs off would of, win for some reason? Okay, so I thought at 10 nothing, if the Chiefs didn't score, I thought the game was going to be over. But uh, the defense is playing well right now. I think that the Chiefs are still going to win this. They seem to be more consistently moving the ball right now. I think it's still going to come down to whoever gets the ball last. So if the 49ers are able to run the clock out, get it down under a minute with this drive, I think if they can score, honestly, I feel okay. like they need to get a touchdown. At five minutes, at five minutes, they're going to get one good drive mm-hmm. unless they go three yeah. now. And then, and then the, the Chiefs are going to have probably a buck 40 to go score. And at that point, the 49ers will have had to have scored a touchdown. Because if they only scored a field goal, then I would agree with you. I think the Chiefs probably won this game still. Yeah. Well, I don't a lot, know, a lot's going to happen. If, if they put together a drive like they just put together, then it's going to be good. But if they don't and they go three and out like they've been doing most of the time before this, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's true. So fortunately, if you've been watching the Super Bowl and by now the time you're listening to this episode, you already watched it, you know how it ends. And you'll probably hear it with us here if you're watching, but or if you're listening. But uh, hopefully you've been enjoying a good game so far, as we have as well. Crazy plays in the Super Bowl. Two record. Was that a joint off of the upright? Yeah, it was. Nice. Apparently they have the joint cams now, though, in the field goal oh, post. Really? So, like, if uh, if they hit the the upright, it's good. They have cameras actually in. The field goal. Oh, that's smart. So we get an up close personal look at how bad kicker. Okay, yes. good. Well, I don't know. Kicker's been lights out. So, so far, far tonight, game. we can't say anything bad about kicker because we have the two longest field goals in NFL his Super Bowl history. Haven't been kicked tonight. Fifty-seven by Bucker. Fifty-five by Jake Moody. So way to go. Way to go. Well, we are talking about the Super Bowl, and earlier this week, the NFL honors took a took place. And we'll talk about that episode. But um, we have a more important more important award show to get that. Yes, our shorties. Our last episode got canned because we had some audio issues. Yeah. But 
never fear. Tonight we're going to go over our nominations for the shorties. Can't even tell you who won last year. That's shorties. exactly right. And and I'll, you know, I think Matt, it was for the better, honestly, because that was just a dress rehearsal for the shorty. That's the shorties. Means. That's exactly. <laughs> it means so much that we do a dress rehearsal before we actually record. Oh, hey, the episode. Look, I mean, I, I don't they practice for these the Oscars, even the NFL awards. They're not just out there running a cold turkey. Dang, speaking of running a cold turkey, uh, Debo, Mr. My hamstrings hurt. Oh, never mind. Uh, I just had a good run. Yeah, we commented on this earlier. Debo left a little bit with hamstring injury, but uh, he's still running hard. He's a tough, tough, tough guy. Tough guy. All right. Back to the Shorty Awards. Go ahead and give you our nominees for this year's awards. Stay tuned if you're listening to this. Check out the uh, story on our Instagram. This is where you'll be able to go and vote because while we are presenting these awards, you, the fans, are the ones voting on them. You are the ones who are handing out the most illustrious awards that any of these players ever receive in their life. So take your role very seriously. Vote. We'll reveal them next week in our season finale episode. As we talk about what has taken place in the NFL season, culminating Shorty Awards. So we're going to start with our first award tonight, Matt, which is the MFP, the Most Flashy Player Award. This goes to the player who puts up the stats, who makes everybody talk about them, and maybe is not the most valuable to the team but it's definitely most valuable to the NFL. So here's our list of nominees for the flashy player of the year. We have Christian McCaffrey from the Super Bowl, who was the rushing leader. He had the most all-purpose yards, the most yards in scrimmage, and he tied the league lead total touchdowns. Next, we have CeeDee Lamb, the Dallas Cowboys reception leader, had the longest reception in the NFL this year with 92-yard touchdown and second touchdowns. Next, we have Lamar Jackson, who had 3,607 passing yards, 24 passing touchdowns. By now, you know he is also NFL's MVP, so he's already won this award for the NFL, but he's nominated for us. We have Raheem Mostert, running back for the Dolphins, tied the league lead rushing touchdowns, excuse me, all-purpose. Tyreek Hill, Dolphins also Push for 2,000 yards with a late injury derailing that. Tied for the lead receiving touchdowns with 13. Travis Kelsey. You know the reason? The fact that he dated Taylor Swift. Uh, and then. <laughs> that was not a sighting. That was not a sighting. <laughs> Just a mention. Uh, Just a mention. Uh, and then Jack Prescott, who pushed the Cowboys to the brink yet again and could not get it done. And uh, let's pull a flash. Award winner. Any any of those nominees stand out to you there, man? I mean, I it, I think that this is Travis Kelsey's award to win, just because all we've done is seen Taylor Swift all year, and if that is not the most flashy player, big, big, hit the bell, hit the bell, hit the bell. It's Taylor. Big take. Speak of the devil. There she is. Is she looking a little nervous to you? Yeah, she is. She was biting her fingernails too. It's a dirty habit, Taylor. You go ahead and quit that. But uh, anyway, this is absolutely Travis's award to win because. That, that is, this has consumed, Swift Mania, Swift Mania has, consumed, has consumed 
uh, the, uh, NFL the NFL this year, this year so, it's so it's absolutely his award to win. I believe, I believe that, that Lamar Jackson, Jackson wait, this is, this is Lamar's, Lamar's namesake award, right? Yeah, yeah. we named, we named this, this after Lamar because uh, there was a long rant by the, 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 the Crimson Cowboy, Cowboy on how <laughs> Lamar Jackson is not the MVP, but he is the MFP. So anyway, this is his. Who was last year? Last year, Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings and well-deserved last because he chromed out his grill. Why well, I think that was year? part of it. He also was like ridiculous stat wise too. Oh yeah. yeah. So, okay. I mean, it was okay. it was deserved last year, but definitely MFP. All right. All right. I think next it's award. your turn to present our next award. All right. All right. Next award is the MVP who's not a QB. This is not just the person who's flashy, but the person who truly should deserve this award. Uh, and they're not a quarterback because the MVP only goes to quarterbacks these days. So, first of all, you've got Christian McCaffrey uh, for all the reasons previously stated. And he's currently playing in the Super Bowl and he should have won this award, but he didn't. So, whatever. You've got CeeDee Lamb. As previously mentioned, also Raheem Mostert, uh, Tyreek Hill, and then starting with people we have not heard yet, we have Mike Evans, who tied for the lead in receiving touchdowns, and he did it while having Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. So he definitely <laughs> hey, hey, deserves don't not speak ill of Pro Bowl MVP. The Pro, I'm sorry, the Pro Bowl MVP <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Uh, we also have T.J. Watt, who led the lead in sacks, but according to Mike Parsons, he's actually trash. And, uh, and then also we have uh, Miles uh, Garrett, Garrett one defensive player of the year. Uh, and you've heard me speak a lot of good about him this yeah. year. So those are our nominees for MVP, who's not a QB. Uh, who won last year? Last year's award winner for MVP, who's not a QB, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Deserving on the field last year. He'll win MFP this year because of his off. That's back-to-back That's back to back wins for him in different different, different categories, categories, but still. Yes, but, I mean, he still has shorties. At some point, we're going to have to have a fourth and short Hall of Fame Ooh. for the most wins. Platinum shorties? Platinum shorties. <laughs> <laughs> no, that could be something else. Let's not yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Anyway, all right. Next category. Um, next category. Yeah, I'm going to comment on TJ Watt, Michael. Uh, Michael Parsons, uh, Miles Garrett thing next. Week. I'm not going to do it tonight. It's, it's illustrious event, both watching the Super Bowl and talking about the story, but I do have thoughts on that. Our next right. award is the Team Butt Fumble Award. Thank you, Mark Sanchez. This is the team with the biggest disappointment this year. Non-injury. We don't want to hold against teams. We have understanding because both of our teams had to deal with that in the past. So, here is your team butt fumble, butt fumble award nominee, Jacksonville Jaguars, missing the playoffs, even though they yep. had a chance. For a historic meltdown at the end of their season, when all they had to do was win one game out of the last six. One game. Like, yeah, one game. one game, and they couldn't get it yep. done. Yep. So, yeah, that was a historical, historic meltdown. The Atlanta Falcons also missing the playoffs in a pretty mediocre NFC South. Having a fantastic rookie running back, Bijan Robinson, there on this list. The Las Vegas Raiders, who went through another head coach and missed the playoffs as well. Uh, also, Jimmy G ended up getting benched for Aiden O'Connell. Denver Broncos, yet again on the list, last year's winner, by the way. Uh, they're back, giving seven points to the Dolphins. And the Dallas Cowboys, because why not? 
they still can't make it past the first round of the playoffs. Well, plus that was a historical oh, big-time big play. Big-time big blitz by Kansas City. They put Purdy on the grass. He didn't get sacked, but he uh, threw an incomplete pass. Fourth and four. What I say at the beginning of this podcast, or just the beginning of this episode, uh, I said it's going to come down to yep. – who gets the ball yep. last? I said there'd be about a minute 40. I lied. There's a minute 57 left. They're settling for a field goal, which means it's Kansas City's game to win with a buck, probably about 53 left. And what did I say? I said they better get a touchdown. Yeah, it's be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my opinion Dallas, because of their historical loss uh, in the playoffs against the seventh seeded Packers, I think it's a two horse race between Dallas and Jacksonville. Uh, Boom. Hit it again. Jacksonville, I think, probably takes this one, but we'll see. It's up to the fans. Okay. All right. Who is our next award for? The second one is the – oh, who won last year? Denver. I said Denver. Denver. Okay, Denver okay, okay. All right. The next one is the Sir Poops a Lot Award. Also named after Lamar Jackson for when he got carted off the field because he had to poop, and he comes back in in a wheelchair. And then uh, comes in and finishes the game. Did he win that game? Yeah, look, here's the doink camp. Here's the doink camp. Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. That was that was good. uh, That was good. That was good kick. (laughs) Uh, So the Sir Poops Lot Award player with the worst season based on expectations, non-injury. So it can't be because of an injury. We don't hold that against our nominees. Our nominees are Tony Pollard, who turns out is not a suitable substitute for. Zeke, and you need somebody besides him. Uh, Bijan Robinson, probably one of the most hyped rookies at running back. I feel like that's a lot to do with because Arthur Smith hated him. I think so too. Uh, Geno Smith going from I didn't write the haters back to I kind of suck now and I got benched for Drew Locke. We got Jalen Hurts with uh, his bad end to the season. And then Derek Carr. But, who uh, uh, didn't have the greatest of seasons at the Saints no. after a lot of uh, a lot of hype. A lot of hype. A lot of hype. It was a car crash. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see. I could see uh, Geno Smith run, winning this one after last year. I but, think so. Uh, I, I I think it it probably comes down to him or Derek Carr. I mean, Tony Pollard is uh, close to my heart because of uh, fantasy football, but I I think you're probably right. It goes back still. Who won last year? Uh, last year was oh, but take yes, Russell Wilson. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this okay. is Russell Wilson last year. Okay, it was pretty much a runaway. He was almost. Hey, hey Travis Kelsey just caught the ball. Get ready okay, for the ring. All right, okay, all right. We're ready for the ring. We're ready. No, 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 no. no, no, no okay, never mind. Keep all going. right, okay, all right. Next award, we've got the Do Even Football Award. This goes to dumbest coach. NFL. Ironically enough, uh, three out of these five coaches have already been fired, so their teams in NFL agree with us. And several, three of these coaches are repeat appearances last year. If you're repeating on our list, then I think you need to take a good long <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror. Two of those three have been fired, so that's at least good. But here are your nominees do you football award Brandon Staley the charge who has been fired so that's good um we have Mike McCarthy for the Dallas Cowboys who did appear last year has not been fired probably won't be fired probably should be fired we have Josh McDaniels for the Las Vegas Raiders who did get fired yep we have middle season two uh-huh Arthur Smith for the Atlanta Falcons we've already talked ad nauseum about Arthur Smith won't think of him and Brian Dayball 
from the New York Giants, who arguably didn't have much to work with, didn't do bad. So, any thoughts there? Uh, I think that if it was me, I'd probably give it to Josh McDaniels, uh, just for what a terrible job that he did. I mean, uh, lost the Las lost Vegas Raiders. Oh. oh, yeah, 100% he did. Uh, that, would, that would be him. Uh, interesting so, note. On, which is kind uh, of surprising Brandon, that you wouldn't give it to Arthur so, Smith. So, so interesting note on Brandon Staley. He rose to fame because he was part of that Vic Fangio yeah. uh, coaching tree. Yeah. And all the people that came out of that Vic Fangio coaching tree actually ended up having the worst defenses in the NFL. <laughs> Joe Barry came out of the oh. Vic Fangio coaching tree. So that whole scheme is hot garbage. Uh, the only reason Brandon Steely got the job is because he was running a Fangio-style defense. And then he kind of saw it wasn't working, and he was able to adapt. Oh, yeah, they got Oh, got the field, 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 goal, field goal, goal range, range. and they got the first down. Come on, are we going to get another Super Bowl? Seconds, going overtime? Interesting. No, they took another timeout. Get some extra time here. Interesting. This one might go to overtime. That's what I'm saying. Are we going to get some overtime? Okay. All right, who do we got next? All right, next. Well, who won this last year? Uh, last year was oh. Sorry, I should have had this pulled up already. Was Josh McDaniels? So he's hey, got a chance to win it again. Back he to might back. be our first back to back on the same award too. Shorty Platinum Shorties. <laughs> okay. Next one. Next one is the Hemp Daddy Gives a Who Award. Uh, that is a player who came out of nowhere to make a name for himself. Uh, so, so our, our nominees are. are I'm going to butcher his name like I always do. <laughs> Devin Achan. Is that what we Yes. Said good job. Okay. I'm, I'm Devin Achan uh, for the. Uh, Miami Dolphins. We got Tank Dell for the Houston Texans. We got Kyron Williams for the Rams. Puka Nakua for the Rams. And then last but not least, Joe Flacco with the whole Wacko for uh, Flacco craze that went on over there in uh, Cleveland. So, uh, favorite, who's your favorite, I think, to win this one? Man, I, I gotta go with Puka. I mean, Puka just came out of nowhere, drafted in the fifth round, set the rookie receiving record. I mean, if it wasn't for C.J. Stroud this year, he wins NFL, the defense, or offensive rookie of the year. And so I go Puka, but I mean, every one of these guys is a great story. So, all right, we got 20 seconds left in the Super Bowl. Mahomes pops it up, second and seven, 16 seconds left. They're in field goal range, so. Okay, third and seven, 16 seconds. You have a timeout. Do you just take the middle of the field? Yeah, you go for Kelsey. Push this thing. You're going for Kelsey Middle. Well, I mean, you could also try and get a first down, though. I go middle of the field for the for sure send it into overtime. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you get the first down with Kelsey, then you go for the end. One, you take like one shot to the end. Well, in theory, in, yeah, in theory, right now you could have a shot to the end yeah. zone, or, or kind of like what uh, Romo is drawn here, take an out route. We'll come back. You just oh, can't have is. a second. Oh, go, go. Okay, they got. Oh, hey, Bing! Hit the oh, Bing! Oh, hit the oh, Bing! It's oh, oh. Taylor. Give me the. There we go. All right, we got nine seconds left. They, nine seconds. You have one shot at the end. Down zone. to the ten. They down you, to the. You 10? have one shot at the end zone. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did exactly what we said they were gonna. They went to the middle of the field with Travis Kelsey. To be fair, it was like a mesh concept. He ran a just like this little shallow crosser, and there was nobody down to on the him. Ten. Down to the they ten. They were playing man. I mean. 
you got a triple cover, Kelsey, right? I mean, you can well if you triple cover Kelsey, who are you gonna leave open? You have to make know. a decision. All right, while we're waiting on Chiefs to run the last player two of the game, let's go ahead and go to our next award. The next award is uh ironically enough, injury timeout in the game. We have the Wambulus <laughs> Award for the worst injury of the year. These four players to no fault of their own, but were injured and seriously cost their team hope for the future, at least this year. First of all, Aaron Rodgers, four plays into the game. Then Nick Chubb. Wait, who? Uh, oh, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. I've got to find it. Yeah. I, can't. I don't there want you to know. There there we go. I am protecting. I am protecting what we have in the NFL as the closest thing to a perfect human being in Nick Chubb. There you go. The perfect human being, you, Nick Chubb. And okay. Your okay. Um, yep. I'm good. All right. Kirk Cousins uh, and Joe Burrow. Uh, I think that this award is almost certainly going to go to Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, the guy played. Three snaps, four if you count as uh, Achilles. <laughs> so, do you ever see? Uh, do you ever see when they put it to the uh, somebody once told me? Bit, oh, never mind. That was not uh, no. Taylor. Uh, it was Brittany. Okay, hold on, hold on. Final, final. final okay, anyway, here we go. I, I feel All like right, Aaron Rodgers. Ten seconds. We'll come back to that. Here we go. Oh, low snap. Low snap for. Nope. Throwing nope, it up. Nope. Oh, bad nope. throw. Six yep. seconds left. All right. We you take two. one more shot. You, you got to. You got to go one more shot, right? Yeah, you got six seconds. You throw it like that, where only one of your your guy. Can I mean, that it. took four seconds off the clock. You just that this ball cannot yeah. be in bounds. No, they oh, brought oh, in the okay. Kicker. All right, we're going to go to overtime, folks. Extra all right, play. Right. He's automatic. So anyway, that's right. All right, so Aaron Rodgers, your favorite. All right, next award. Oh, who won last year? Who won our interview uh, award last next, year? Or, Last year's award for the Lambulance Award went to Tua Tagovailoa. Oh yeah, that's right. Lit. Yes. <laughs> hey, hats off to him though. He did stay for, uh Yeah, they he stayed upright and he didn't really get hurt. So they made moves to protect him. So they good did job not with help them. in the division. Help in the play. Well, I mean, if you at least ended the season with about as many brain cells. <laughs> Dude, started. what is he chewing him out for? Did somebody miss a block? Is that you right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next award, Shorty of the Year. Who you got for nominee? Hey, talk about one second. How big was that block, that field goal block, or the extra yes, point block? Yes. I mean, that allowed the pushes in overtime. All right. Uh, Shorty of the Year. This is for the most outstanding performance of the year. Uh, in our opinions, uh, uh, our nominees our are Jordan Love, Love and the Packers for being a air quotes rebuilding year and then having the youngest roster in the NFL and then making a run there. It's youngest or second youngest, great which uh, for sure the youngest wide receiving core. And then the Houston Texans uh, for D'Amico Ryans and CJ Stroud, uh, rookie QB and a rookie coach uh, winning the division and then also uh, winning a playoff game. Uh, yes, 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 being the Browns. Uh, for uh, third nominee is Jason Felt. That's exactly. Right. I mean, out he went there. out there. He put his money where his mouth was. And Thank he, uh, you. He made it. Thank you for the nominee. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, also, uh, also, we've got, we've got Dan Campbell, Campbell for all the work he's done in turning the culture around in uh, Detroit, Detroit and for making the all the way to the NFC Conference Championship. championship. And last but not least, uh, uh, Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year. Yeah, Kevin that kind of shocked me a little bit. Why? 
I I honestly thought it was the Miko Ryan's award to lose. Like I Stefanski was definitely second for me. I mean, I mean the guy is driving a, a car sixty miles an hour down the road and he's changing a tire while he's doing it because he lost the most perfect human being, Nick Chubb, and he lost. He went through like four different quarters. I know, and that's why I think he he Watson, uh, um, PJ Walker. PJ Walker, DTR. DTR, and then finally Flacco. No, I, and I'm so, not. I don't want to take anything away from Kevin Stefanski. That's why I'm not mad. I'm just surprised because when you've got a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback, and you're going from worst to first, and you win a playoff game over these these over Browns, Stefanski, yeah. So that just surprised. So, me. I'm not mad. You can't be mad at me. I mean, good for good for Stefanski. All right. Who do you think is going to win this um, one? Me, of course. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll probably be Flex, honestly. That's just such a great story for this year. All right. Who was our shorty uh, of the year last year? Our shorty, shorty of the year last year went to <laughs> Justin Fields. QB game record for rushing. Well, congratulations, Justin. Right. It's the only time you're going to win anything. <laughs> exactly. But Goodness if, knows you don't win football games. If he had to win anything, don't you think he wanted to win that? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Probably right up there with uh, MVP of the Pro Bowl. That's exactly right. Two most illustrious awards of the whole, uh, the whole universe. All right, our next award is the Sheffy Award. Can't find my drop. <laughs> <laughs> what the... the... I don't know if that was elevator music slash I'm trying to find this drop music or whatever this was. I hate that. I'm time. sorry. My board is set up a little bit differently than it is normally, and I could not find it anywhere. So, <laughs> my bad. All right. Our chef here goes to the player and or team that we thought just was. And this year. Dude, this one is. There's some good really, people. In this year, one. it's all people. No team. Um, there probably could have been some teams on year but see the butt bubble teams. All right, Shefty of the Year Award. We've got Arthur Smith just because Matt hates him. Dude, I hate that guy. <laughs> he's now your OC. Which means he hates the Steelers. Now. Also I heard he's trying to go after Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that I saw tonight and don't like him. because I feel like well, that's just an older worst version of Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, it's, except he never can't run. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's older and he's worse. So this doesn't all right. So Arthur Smith, what all he did about this fact hated him, stumped his stash, all that good stuff. But dude, he like he's such a whiny little turd. <laughs> like I don't like that guy. I only saw him I only truly watched him in one game and then saw him fragments of him in many other yeah. games. And he's a whiny I'm turd. with you. I'm with you. Uh again, I'm hoping as a Steeler fan that this is another example of somebody who is great as a coordinator, bad as a coach. We'll see what happens. Yep. Speaking of coordinators that I hate, we've got Matt Canada for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, there's two Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinators <laughs> on here. I mean, uh, this could either be really bad or really good. Probably not a recipe for success. All right. Then we've got your favorite coordinator, old Mr. Joe Barry. Joe Barry. Uh, who, since our last recording, had been fired and no longer. Hashtag still included. Yep. And then lastly, for these very Kansas City Chiefs, who we have not seen at all in this game. Well, was, wasn't he a healthy scratch? Uh, probably, if they were smart. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he was. 
he either he was or it was just a meme account I saw post that and he wasn't actually. But Kadarius I, yeah, Tony. I haven't seen him in this game. Kadarius Tony for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs honestly probably would have been a number one seed if Kadarius Tony wasn't on. The yeah, they no would have at least two or three. Minutes. So anyway, uh, you've got a couple of hard choices. Who you? Oh man, I, I personally I want to give it to Joe Barry, but I think Kadarius Tony wins really? this. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Because okay. it's not just who I hate, yeah. it's who the most people hate. I and I, there's a lot of personal hate from you and I against the like uh, Joe true, Barry. True. And, I think Arthur um, Smith got a good, good chance. Of- I could see that. I but like, I feel like Kadarius Tony yeah. is going to win it over. Yeah. Who won last year? Who was our Shefty uh, last our year? Our Shefty last year was the Indianapolis Colts for their massive failure. Oh, yeah. Against the uh, Vikings, their massive historic meltdown. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, the, it was the biggest comeback in NFL history, yep, right? Yep. 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 They were third also for their coaching fiasco. No. <laughs> <Just> Saturday. <laughs> oh, they yeah. were, they were well represented. That. They were well yep. represented. All right. I think now we have. Oh, he, did he pick it? Did he hit the ground? No, he didn't. Okay. The ground. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Hey, All 49ers right. have the ball. Yeah, we're um, starting overtime, overtime of the Super Bowl. Extra quarter. After All right. You know what's funny? Before we get into that, this last award, after getting, after it like being so, so we went so long with no Super Bowls ever going to overtime until hmm. the, the Super Bowl went to overtime. And now, what have we had? This is third now? Third or fourth? Quite a bit. Yeah. So, Okay. What do we got for our final and most illustrious award of the night? All right. Final and most illustrious award is the cold open of the year. That is uh, the best cold open we had at the start of a show. So let's go ahead and start this with Ironically. Week, with week three, Matt sings Taylor Swift. Hashtag fourth and short era. I know that the Packers won at home. We got the angry bounce fan on the phone. And there's a lot of 0-3 teams out there, but the Bears look like a team without a rudder. The Bears, the Cowboys got beat, and their defense got smothered, and Taylor is dating Kelsey. Oh, 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 oh. The Broncos are in misery. The Dolphins scored another TED. Let's start the show. Without a doubt. My greatest, my greatest performance. <laughs> I, I just want everybody time. to know who's listening to this. I wanted Matt to do that live. I didn't want to do a recording of that, but he, he didn't feel like he could do it any better than he did originally. <laughs> I, I, I can't top that. I can't top that. Hey, it couldn't if have been, you can actually I just know, say it, for you, make you feel better, it wouldn't have been any So <laughs> I'm curious if anyone actually knows what song I was trying to sing. Well, my wife here, who is a, is a, a self-proclaimed Swifty, she listened to it once, couldn't figure it out. <laughs> she had to listen to it a couple times. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, our next nomination number two would be week four, Depression of a Steelers fan. My life. Oh, my life. Jason, what's wrong? Everything's wrong. The stress of being a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers while they run a predictable and less than effective Matt Canada offense while not being able to destroy a rookie QB at his makeshift offensive line has caused me to go into a depression. Depression? Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? Matt Canada, you ignorant slut. <laughs> hey, 
that is a scene, a recreated scene from the office. Yes. For any of you who do not know what that is. Uh, so right. anyway, that, that is our nomination number two. All right, nominee, All right, nominee number three, three is week seven. seven. The Packers, Packers still suck. They got a reputation that's mostly based on luck. The Packers still suck. So the, the five Packers stages of grief are denial. No, the Packers can't really be this bad. The next stage is anger. How is this possible? Why are the Packers this bad? Whose fault is it? I'm currently in the third stage of grief. Maybe, just maybe, we could actually be good in the future. But you know what? Right now we have to admit, the Packers suck. You feel better about that now, don't you? Yeah, I do quite a bit. That but was, that was some dark times right there in the middle of the season. <laughs> that was definitely a lowest low low point in your in your life. It wasn't till around the time we beat the Chiefs that the whole thing turned around. Mm-hmm. Kind of from that point forward, there's a totally separate season from what happened in the previous. And it's weird because Jordan Love said like on uh, or something like that. He's like, we're really close to you know turn this thing around and having it figured out. I'm sitting there going, no, you're not. But I mean, he wasn't kidding. They were close to having it. All the pieces start clicking. Yeah, and they went on that incredible run at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, beat the Lions, beat the Chiefs. Lost to the Steelers, but you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, nominee number four would be Week Ten face smashing, brother. If you thought last week's episode was a kumbaya hippie peace loving sack of crap, then we've got an episode for you, brother. We're talking Cleveland. We're talking Detroit. We're talking Pittsburgh versus Green Bay. We're talking the playoff picture. We're going toe to toe with Jason Felt and insulting him right to his face. Let's start the show, brother. If you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks. If you were going to give the United States of America an enema, you'd stick the holes right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It doesn't matter what you think. It's true when you were born, the doctor turned around and sucked your mother. You stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid. You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. It doesn't matter what you're You are just dumb in a bag of hammers. Hey, that is the greatest drop in the history of Fourth and Short. It's pretty close if it's not, because that was fantastic. Like that, that took a lot of inspiration from WWE. They insult people real good over there. Yeah, that was uh, that was a compilation for the ages. Let's just put it there. All right, final nominee, nominee number five would be Week Thirteen: The Grinch That Stole Pittsburgh's Christmas. Every who down in Whoville liked good football a lot, but the Grinch up in Pittsburgh absolutely did not. The Grinch hated football, played in Akrasure, and not even a new OC could quite bring the cure. No matter the talent they had on the team, everyone everywhere knew they'd get creamed. They lost to the Niners, the Texans, and Jags, and even to that team that's the content of poop bags. But to their dismay, they reached lows that are new. And they lost to a QB the size of Cindy Lou Who. No matter the reasons of injury or rain, 
there's nothing that can quite satisfy this Steeler fan's pain. So for the Steelers of Pittsburgh, this loss has a toll. For all they'll find in their stockings is a fat lump of coal. For every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small knows this simple truth for all who play ball. When you take a team seriously, less than should have, you always find yourself getting kicked in the... I've always wanted to ask you, what does AccraSure mean? It's an insurance company. Uh, it's the stadium. It's the stadium. Yeah, it's what used to be okay. Heinz Field. God. Everybody, okay. everybody calls it Heinz Field still, but like technically it's AccraSure. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So the football played down in AccraSure. I, yeah. I got it. I yeah. got it. I'm yeah. with it now. Oh, it's okay. So uh, some literature is deep. It, it gets pretty deep for people, so you, know, you have to get explanations. Fine. Don't feel bad about yes. it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, currently, though, the the 49ers are running all over the Chiefs. Yeah. All they needed was a holding penalty to help them out. Yeah. No. But I think the 49ers good. are going to win this. Mm. Oh, the holding. All right. We'll see. We'll it's see. It's coming back. It's coming back. All right. Well, those that wraps up our nominees for our cold open. We're going to post those, like I said, on Instagram so that you guys can watch them, listen to them there, and then go in and vote on what is your favorite. That's exactly right. And I have one more thing that will be a part of the Shorty Awards this year that everybody needs to make sure that you vote on because it's recall, and I should have flipped it, and I didn't flip it, all that stuff. But when Matt's aforementioned pack were about to play, at the time, two of the best, not the best teams in the NFL, the Chiefs and the Lions, back-to-back week, this Packer fan, said that with I, I i'm thinking pretty pretty strong confidence that it wasn't going to happen oh i was 100 sure it was not going to happen that the packers if they beat those two teams he would allow you the fourth floor fan to vote on what should be placed upon a subway sub which we all know is the worst of the sub to be placed on a subway sub for him to consume live on air and so the last question, the last part of this year's 2023 Fourth and Short Shorty Award for you to vote on is what toppings need to go at the sand. And uh, choose as many toppings as you want. Uh, I made sure I went. It's it's unfortunate though because uh, Subway's online menu is not as good. No, oh, is it not? Oh, PTL. <laughs> But I did put everything that was on, on this. So, uh, meats, veggies, cheeses, sauces, it's all. So, uh, yeah, vote for as many things as you want. I think we're going to do the top eight topics to go on the sub. Oh, gosh, guys, I just really hate meats. Like, I don't want any of those. I'm vegetarian. Yeah, please, everybody, vote only vegetables and sauces because that would be fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, next Monday, Next Monday, we're gonna leave the fourth and we're gonna leave the shorty awards up all week for you to vote on. Uh, next Monday, uh, you'll be able to hear the winners, and you'll also be able to join Matt. So make sure you too. All right. Well, that's gonna be about it for us tonight. The 49ers are inside the 10 yard line. Time. Matt, how it's do you third down, though. I mean, it's still anybody's yeah. game. If they hold them here, 
I can't imagine that they're going to trust Purdy to throw this ball into the end zone. It's going to be something safe. It's going to be a screen. It's going to be a handoff to Christian McCaffrey. I don't think that they're going to score a touchdown here. But we'll see what happens. All right, everybody, make sure you vote for the Shorty Awards. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent.